Prepare your hearts to receive the word of the Lord. Prepare your hearts. Let's just lift your hands toward heaven. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Yes, God. Just love on him in his atmosphere. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. We honor you, God. We love you in this place. We love you in this place. We love you in this place. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Kanamama. Hey, God. tender moment God we just say have your way do whatever you want to do today God whatever you want to do God Father touch the ears of every person that will receive this word every person 
that is coming to this room today, God. Touch them, God. Heal, deliver, and set somebody free today, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody standing in the need of a breakthrough, God. Somebody needs to hear your voice today. Somebody needs to know that everything's gonna be all right. And Father, we say thank you today. We come to magnify you, God. We came to glorify you, God. We lift our hands and we lift our voice to you, oh God. We lift our hands and we lift our voice to you, God. And we surrender everything that we have, our being, our mind, our agenda, everything, oh God. We surrender it unto you this moment, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we give your name glory. We give your name honor. All of those that love God, come on and salute him today. Come on, salute him. Oh, God. Anybody glad to be saved today? Anybody in the room just glad? Anybody glad that God woke you up this morning just... I got any thankful people today? We serve an awesome God. We serve an awesome God. He's a mighty good God. He's just an awesome God. Come on, let's thank God for our apostle today. Come on, let's celebrate him being back home, amen. And being in good health, amen. Just thank him, thank God for our musicians. Let's celebrate them, I thank God for them. Thank God for him. Thank God for him. Thank God for him. We thank you. We honor God today to every minister, mother, uh, first time guest, repeat offenders, whoever you may be. We're just honored that everybody is in place today. Amen. Last week I preached and I preached quick and got y'all out of here at 1130. Today might be even quicker than that. I don't know. But yesterday when I was waiting on Apostle to get home, um, it was, yesterday was a very odd day for me. And it's not often that I, um, <laughs> hey, that's my, that's my backup. It's not often that I never leave the house. Just don't go anywhere for the whole day. For me to do that, it is so unusual. And when Apostle came home and he was looking at me all strange, he was like, you okay? I said, I'm in a crazy place today. Been a, just been a, it was a strange day for me. And I was just praying, I prayed, I woke up and sat on the edge of my bed. And the Lord just had me praying the entire day. And, and, and two of my nieces came over and they said, you ain't did nothing today? <laughs> and I got tickled when they said it because I just looked like I had done nothing. I really looked like I had done nothing. But the Lord just allowed me to just stay in my house the whole day. It was just a, it was just a, it was an odd day and just praying for the entire night up until I finally, finally went to bed about midnight last night. And the Lord said to me today, I mean last night, and I need you to really hear this, whether you get anything from the word, whether you get anything, just know this, God said that uh, some miracles was gonna take place today. He said, I don't know who been waiting on what. And some people, he said to me, it's gonna be some people there that's been getting prophecies, people been laying hands on them, and they've been hearing some of the same thing over and over and over. But I came to submit to somebody today, God said that a miracle is getting ready to happen and it's not gonna take long. So if you've been going through anything and you've been fighting and you've been dealing with stuff, just know this, and I'm getting into my message, I just came to tell somebody today, God said miracles are gonna take place. 
God said some miracles. See, some people can't clap right there. Some of y'all got the worst health in the world. You ought to be able to at least just do this. If you can't do nothing else, you ought to be able to do this. Because who don't need a miracle? So, I don't have a long message for you, but I do have this. God told me to encourage the people today. I don't have any Greek. I don't have any Hebrew for you today. But I do have the two scriptures that God gave me to start out with and some more in this. But he said, encourage the people. In the last leg of this fast this week, I need you to understand this. The enemy going to come after you tooth and nail. If you've ever been discouraged, he's getting, and can I say that Shakira, when you walked in, before I even give my scripture, and I'm coming from Ephesians 6 and Jeremiah 32, when you walked in the door, the Lord said to tell her, it was you too when I grabbed your hand, DJ. The Lord said to tell you to just come down through here and walk this altar that apostle always anoint. The Lord said to tell you that he's getting ready to reposition you. I don't know where you live right now, but you're not going to live there long. I don't know where you're employed right now, but that's that. I don't know if, it's, if you're going to be leaving that place or getting a new position at another place. But I did hear the Lord say this. Tell her I'm repositioning her. Tell him I'm repositioning him. When I say to you, your name is not only being tossed around. When I say to you, God is getting ready to blow your mind in 2019. You, the, the, you don't really have the full clarity as to why you are a youth pastor yet. But when I say to you, the call is going to match the blessing real soon. Yeah, go on and walk it. Go on and walk it. Come on, Shakira. Walk one more time, baby. I need you to walk it this time with purpose. Walk it this time with something. Y'all need to understand this. The only reason God comes here is because he wants to do something. When God shows up, that means he want to do something. I doubt somebody that shall do it. Jesus, do it. You feel him, that's because he wants to do something. He only come because he want to do something. Turn your Bible to Ephesians, the sixth chapter and the 10th verse. I want you to make sure, I want him to make sure that every person that came in here today sit near somebody. I don't care if they behind you or in front of you, but if you don't do nothing else, two things I need you to do. Make sure you're sitting close to somebody and make sure you have two, maybe one or two, and possibly three of your favorite scriptures in your head. Amen. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Can I have my tea, please? Amen. And it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power Put on the full armor of God so that, you can, so that you can take your stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12 says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, 
but principalities against powers against the rules of darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places Jeremiah 32 and 27 just one verse and this is one of my favorite also and it says behold I am the Lord the God of all flesh is there anything too hard for me amen just for a brief few moments I need you to grab somebody and I need you to speak prophetically to your neighbor and tell him say neighbor there is an end to this oh you need to encourage somebody else because they going through something you didn't know you just grabbed the hand of somebody that's been dealing with some crap just this week grab your name and tell him say neighbor whatever you dealing with whatever you going through the hell that you've been through the Lord sent me to tell you there is an end to this oh God come on give him glory and praise give him glory give him glory come on some of y'all ain't excited that your turmoil is about to end there's an end to it you may be seated is an end to it there is an end to this it's an end to your crying it's an end to all the hell it's gonna be an end to this foolishness you've been dealing with look at somebody else and say it's an end to this mess it's an end to it end to it it's an end to it it's an end to the madness it's an end to the drought it's an end to it. It's an end to the sickness and all that. There is an end to it. My God. I just want to start off by encouraging you saying, your problems are not permanent. Every, yes, sir, I ain't mad, Miss Linda. Go ahead. I'm not mad at you at all, honey. I need to give her about 20 seconds, y'all. Just give her 20 seconds. Because it has to end. It has to end. Every problem, every 
every situation, every episode that shows itself strong, it's a timing to it. Everything, every dark thing, there's a timing to it. It has a timing. Even a storm has to pass. Every storm. Oh, I know I hear you. I hear what you're saying, Pastor. That's easy for you to say because you really don't understand what I'm dealing with. I've had surgeries. I've had people die in my family. I've had things go on. People have stole from me. I hear you. I know you don't understand the level of the stuff that I've been dealing with. People have been sick for years. Seems like things won't get better. I hear you. I hear you. I've been broke for a long time. I've been waiting on the prophecy that was prophesied out to me five years ago. Oh, I hear your spirit. I hear everything. We've been saying this we've been fasting we've been giving we've been giving sacrifices they ain't gave me no raise but i'm still sacrificing i hear your spirit i hear you 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 say you you don't understand you don't understand my problem yeah i don't but i can't say this it can't stay it cannot stay this too has to pass it's only seasonal and it's only temporary the bible says in ecclesiastes uh, the third chapter in the first verse to everything there is a a time uh, for every purpose under heaven. I came to submit to somebody's spirit and I'm going to get on your nerve and get in your spirit till you hear me in your sleep that it is seasonal. I just want to encourage somebody and let them know you are about to enter into a new season. I know that sounds cliche. That sounds like every pastor, every preacher, every prophet has said that you're going into a new season. Things are about to change, but I heard God's voice say, tell them they are entering into a new season. A fresh wind is on its way to your territory. Oh yes, your season of frustration is ending. Please high five your neighbor and tell them your season of frustration is ending. It's about to be over with. You are entering into the season where frustration has to be cut off. God is not just hitting it off. God is just detaching it. The enemy himself knows that you are about to step into what's called new territory so he wants you to be what's called the crazy place look at your neighbor and say it's a crazy place oh yeah I know I know you're saying well what's crazy place pastor I don't know wherever I throw this in it may fit you it may not but somebody say crazy place crazy place where everything seemed to come against you money gets funny supervisors go to tripping co-workers act stupid family become finicky friends become fake church members act goofy they act funny towards you your body start hurting unnecessary pains you ain't eating but you're gaining you don't understand how people can work out for one week and you can do it for a month they start losing you don't everything you in a crazy place it's 20 degrees and you got the fan on what the world happening Jesus my body hot then I'm cold I don't know it ain't just the women but the men go through changes they moody one day and lovable the next you don't know why you're dealing with what you're dealing with you're in a crazy place you got money one day the next day you don't somebody say a crazy place your girlfriend tripping, your man, your boyfriend tripping, your husband tripping, your wife tripping. Sometimes both of them tripping. Boyfriend and the husband. I don't know who I what. I don't know who got both. But it seems like everybody tripping. 
your business slow your spiritual gifts sleep you ain't lay hands on people in six months you ain't lay hands on yourself cause you in a crazy place somebody say crazy place you don't feel encouraged you feel like uh, you, you want more but you got less everything going up but your check somebody say crazy place you don't feel saved, but you say you are. You ain't quoted a scripture in about eight weeks. You go to bed without praying. You ain't said nothing to God about how good he's been. You ain't came to Sunday school because you don't know what time to start. You ain't came to Bible study because you're everywhere else. You in a crazy place. Somebody say a crazy place. Don't worry. Don't worry about that crazy place or that situation. It's got to go. Somebody say it's got to go. Why do it have to go? Because of God's promise. It's only for a moment. 2 Corinthians 4 and 17 says, For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. It's not going to be able to compare to what's about to happen. James 1 and 12 says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those that love him. Somebody say temporary. You can't stay in your crazy place forever. If you don't mind, I need you to look at your neighbor and make them give you eye contact because people don't like to look at you when you talk real. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you got to come out that crazy place. You got to come out that place of being lazy. You got to come out that place of being sorry. You got to come out that place where you just so relaxed. Tell your neighbor that is not God's call. And I'm going to come against every demon that don't want to say it to anybody. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't scared of a demon. I ain't scared of nobody. If you can't say it to nobody, I'll come snatch you out your seat and tell you to say it to your neighbor. Look at somebody and tell them, you better do what God say do if you want deliverance. You ain't never been that sick. If God lets you walk in here, you better open your mouth. Tell your neighbor it's a crazy place. The devil get you all in your emotions, get you all in your feelings, got you acting what they call some kind of way. What's some kind of way? Some kind of way is you need the Holy Ghost. When you got the real Holy Ghost, you ain't moody every two days. Have out somebody and tell them I'm sick of moody people. I need to know who you are. Who are you today? Are you Sybil? Are you Sally? Are you Jane? Are you Lucille? Who are you? It's just temporary. This temporary, y'all. This is just a temporary position for trouble. It's not your permanent status. Your condition don't control your destiny. Your condition ain't gonna never control your destiny. It will never control your destiny unless you let it. Your condition cannot control your destiny. Negative conditions are temporary circumstances. And they don't have the authority to reside in your future. It's simply a negative condition. 
The Bible says in Psalms 34 and 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. But while you're coming, while you're coming out of this condition, I need you to remember something. Please remember this. Hear my words. Don't focus on the pain, but focus on the promise. We like to put a lot of attention on the pain and we fo totally forget about the promise. There are just some people, and I'm sure maybe some of y'all have not ever encountered them before, but there are some people that's going to have pain and issues even when ain't nothing going on. I'm, I'm serious. No matter what they, they're dealing with, every time you see them, God, they listen, no matter what, they're going through something. How you doing? Oh, I'm not good. I'm just, I'm just not good. Well, what's wrong today? I, I, I think I'm going to catch a cold. Uh, I think I'm going to be sick. You know, just everybody around the house has been sick. You know, things just been happening. You know, they just, you know, it's just some people, you know, the dog sick, the cat sick, everybody sick, the bird won't even talk no more. He's sick. He got laryngitis. Every, just everybody. They focus on the pain and don't realize that there really is a promise. You, you know, what what you calling on people that if you if you, you, you see something on, on TV about some type of illness and they thought they had that and so they said, oh, that must be. Yeah, that, that what all y'all said, yeah. That, you know, all of a sudden you got it. I, I promise you, Wiz, that used to be me. I used to, you know, I, I would have these pains in the back of my leg and one day they said something about the pains that get in your leg and I saw, I said, oh, Jesus, that's probably what I got. That really, and, and a boss would be like, please, just turn the TV off. Just turn it off. You, you don't have nothing. You're fine. You're, you're fine. And you just, got, you just got some people like that, that every time you see them, something is going on. But what, what, is, what is my promise? Psalms 27 and 5 says, he said, in the time of trouble. See, we forget about that. When we going through things, he said, but in the time of trouble. Look at somebody and say, but what's your trouble? Answer your neighbor. Tell them what your trouble is. Look, they can't, can't even think of nothing. They can't, they can't even. Your trouble can't be that you ran out of Apple Crown. That can't be your trouble. That can't be the trouble. You rolled the last stick. Come on, that can't be the trouble. Come on now, that's, that's not good enough trouble. That, Everybody that sold out a, a, a Patron, especially the gold Patron for the, for the Super Bowl, that can't be your trouble. <laughs> I came to encourage somebody. I came to encourage somebody. For in the time of trouble, he said, he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place. See, some of y'all still don't realize that when people coming against you, go in where God got for you in his pavilion. They can't get you when you with God. Anybody remember when you were a kid or you ever seen a little child, if something happened to them, if they see their mom and their daddy, they run to them and get behind them. It's something about being protected when you're with your parent. Ask your neighbor, then, why won't you run to your daddy, God? In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. 
He shall set me high upon a rock. The reason every time they attack you and they get you is because you're on their level and not sitting high with God. You get out of your feelings and stop being so sensitive. If you stay with God and get in his word, get in his face, get in his way, you won't be too up every time somebody lie on you. We never have to fight our battles, you guys, when we are alone. We never have to fight when we by ourselves. Exodus 14 and, uh, and 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Oh, let me stop right there. You got to remember, and I'm gonna speak to, I'm gonna speak to every person in this room. I pray to God that every moment I stayed in that house and listened to him yesterday, that when I say this, it I'll need it to permeate your spirit, get all up inside your ears and your your your, your mind while you're sleeping. When folks come against you during the last leg of this fast, I speak a decree that you're gonna think about it before you use that cuss word again. against every demon you gonna think twice I'm gonna pray that God choke him when you start cussing and let me say this I don't know how many married women in here don't you raise your hand married single women with children and got baby daddies and whoever and baby daddies who got baby mamas whatever stop disrespecting men and women in front of your children can I tell y'all something I gotta pause right there for a minute let me tell you something. I remember, I'm going to tell you this story and I'm going to go back because God told me to encourage you. I remember one time uh, uh, I wanted something for the house or for myself. I think, I can't even remember what it was. Probably, to show you, it, it couldn't have been nothing important because I can't even remember. But I remember we had a dresser at that time that opened up like this at the top. It was big. And I found five $100 bills. And so I said, that joker now, here's some money. That what he done did. So I said, I said, so I went, I put it, I put it so he couldn't see it. So I went to him, I said, baby, I said, why can't we use this money to go do so-and-so so something I want to do that wasn't necessarily necessary? You know, y'all want me to name things that just ain't necessary? Buying shoes, buying clothes. I'm talking to me and that women. Buying shoes, buying clothes. Uh, uh, you just want to go get some new weave or a new hairdo or what, or you just want to go. All, that's not stuff that's necessary. So I said, Apostle, I, well, he wasn't Apostle then. I said, baby, I said, listen, I, can we use some, that, that money? He said, baby, I ain't got no money. He kept saying, I don't have no money. What are you talking about? And I was like, baby, but the, it was some money in there. So he just kept, you know, forgetting about it. So next day I said again, I said, but baby, I really want some money to go do so-and-so-and-so, you know, something just I want to do. He said, why do you keep saying that I don't have no money? So I showed him the money. And he said, listen, you're going to have to decide. We behind on bills. We behind on this, and you can't ask for this money if you're going to complain and then go spend it.
Y'all got to learn in the last leg of this fast, stop going against. If the woman is telling you what's right with the money, listen. If the man is telling you what's right with the money, listen. Women who, who got baby daddies, I don't care if he ain't paying the child support. You don't dog a daddy out to their child. There was a rule we had. We can fight, we can cuss, we can do whatever, but you better not let my children hear it. Your child ain't got no business knowing that you and your, your husband fight. I don't care if he is a stepdaddy. He ain't step, he a daddy. Y'all cut this foolishness out. I come against that demon, and if you get mad at me, I'm going to snatch you and say it in your face. If you reject God, if you reject this word, you reject God. Stop it. Selah. We never have to fight battles alone. I will fight for you. Hold your peace. Jeremiah 29, 11. This is what he says. He said, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plan to prosper you. He wants to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope, give you a future. Well, I came to close, and I came to close with this last point. The next season has a name. This next season has a name. It's a season that we all been waiting on. It's a season that's been in your spirit. Been in your spirit, your spirit, been in my spirit. Look at somebody tell them, it's been in your spirit. Anybody in this room need what's a new season? There's a, there's a season, y'all. I need you to ask your neighbor, what season do you need? Come, come on, come on, y'all. Don't, don't get quiet right there. Ask your neighbor, what season do you need? Yeah, I need a season, y'all. But seasons got names to them. They got all kind of seasons. They got winter. They got spring. They got summer. They got fall. But ask somebody around you. Tell them, say, neighbor, what kind of season do you need? Oh, yes. Come on. I need you to look at somebody else and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor. What kind of season do you need? And ask your neighbor, say, do you really need a new season? Or are you just playing with me today? I need some people that really need a new season. High five somebody and tell them, say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, I really do need a new season. Look at somebody around you and tell them, say, you can stay there if you really want to. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm really ready to reposition myself. I'm ready to come from some of this mess. I'm ready to stop dealing with shady people. Look at somebody and snatch them good. And tell them, say, neighbor, oh, neighbor. So are you really ready? What kind of season do you really want? Your neighbor ain't saying nothing. Because your neighbor want to stay in this season. But when the summer comes, I want to put on my sandals. I want to put the boots up. When the summer comes, I want to go to the beach and be able to put my bathing suit on. Look at your neighbor. It's your neighbor. Oh, neighbor.
neighbor, what kind of season do you really want? Ask your neighbor and see if they answer you. What kind do you want? Do you want dry season? Oh, neighbor, do you want a good season? Do you want a cold season? Do you want a hot season? See if your neighbor answer you. Tell them, say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, I came to help you right now because we are about to, to go into a new season. Oh, neighbor, do you really want it? Do you really need it? There are some people in here that's not ready to go to the next place. You got to learn by the power of the Holy Ghost to discern who ready to go and who not ready. Look around you for a minute. If your neighbor taking a nap, that means they not ready. If your neighbor look sleepy, that means they not ready. Shake your neighbor good and say, neighbor, you might want to wake up here. If you've been sick, you ought to take your sickness, throw it to the pits of hell, and say, look here, I'm getting ready to go in my new season. Somebody say yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Oh, neighbor, we getting ready to go into another season. You ought to get yourself ready. Put your hands over your eyes. Say, I've been looking for it. I've been searching for it. I've been down here crying. I've been down here weeping. I need a new season. I need to see something new. I'm tired of both stripping. I'm tired of this same place. I'm tired of the same weight. I'm ready to get in something smaller. I'm tired of the same turmoil. I'm ready to go now. I'm tired of fighting with people. I'm tired of crazy folks. I'm tired of both cussing. I'm tired of both spitting at me. I'm tired of every demon. I'm tired of every imp. I'm tired of being by myself. I'm tired of lonely places. I'm tired of being discouraged. I got to get to my new season. I got to get to my new season. Look at your new season and grab your neighbor and tell us a neighbor. to you. I need you to shout it. Shout it out louder. Tell us the neighbor. It's called due season. Due season is here. Due season is here. Due season is here. Get at your seat. Have five, ten people and tell us say neighbor. Due season is here. Yes it is. Yes it is. The apostle Paul told us in Galatians let us not grow weary and well doing for in due season we gonna reap if we faint not grab your neighbor and tell them this this is not the time for you to give up this ain't the time for you to throw in the tower this ain't the season for you to stop trusting God oh neighbor oh neighbor you to quit. I heard a preacher say it like this. They said because the Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. That's called a relationship. I shall not want. That's called supplies. He making me to lie down. That's called some rest. He lead me beside the still waters. That's called refreshing. He restores my soul. That's 
healing. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. That's called purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody shout. Yeah. Say yeah. Put your hands over your ear and say yeah. Yeah, though. Fear no evil. That's called protection. But thou, thou art with me. That's called faithfulness. Thy rod and thy staff covers me. That's called discipline. Hey, he prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. All of my player haters. All the people that hate no my game. He prepares a table in the presence of all the player haters. That's called hope. That anointed my head with oil. That's called consecration. My cup runneth over. That's called an abundance. Surely. And say, surely, surely, look at another neighbor. And say, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's called blessing. I will, I will, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever, forever and ever. Forever and ever, forever and ever. That's called uh, security. That's why I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. That scripture that I told you to get, grab somebody, grab her by the hand. And you got to give your neighbor a scripture that will keep them, keep them in perfect peace. Grab your neighbor and give them a scripture that help them get through the week. Right now, give it to them, give it to them.
seed. God said today there was going to be miracles that was going to take place. Get out your seat right now. Get out your seat right now. And go and grab somebody, somebody you didn't talk to, and tell us that neighbor, today your trouble has to end. Today is a new day. In the name of Jesus, I need you to praise him with your neighbor. Another moment. I'm not going another day. It's got to go. 